Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives, we've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to, the podcast vendor of your choice. And many of you are. We thank you for doing that. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making it sound good she is the duchess of dorks she's ashley pickle who told me during the intro she would voluntarily move to orlando if you were going to pay me to talk about golf for a living if you okay like i'd move anywhere if the right money was right but like orlando i mean I don't see how living in Florida and being able to work for the Golf Channel sounds like a bad idea in any stretch of... You just described a bad idea. No, that would be awesome. You live right by the beach. You get to travel around the golf courses. You live in Florida. You live in arguably the worst place in Florida. Eh, debatable. And you have to watch golf all day. That sounds... We've, we've found I it. cannot we think... found we found the most divisive topic for us I cannot think of a better way to spend my time than sitting than living right by a beach and talking about golf all day um okay so golf channel if you'd like a <laughs> if you'd like a gently used producer then <laughs> uh, <laughs> please please inquire within uh today is Wednesday October 21st 2020 36 days till Thanksgiving five weeks from tomorrow episode 1052 1052 this is the michael tahara episode michael tahara pitched in nine games for the rangers seven and a a third innings in 2004 2005 2004 was a good year 2005 was a bad year for the rangers 2004 was a fun year i was like six fun year that's the year that they almost came back and won the division like they swept the A's in at home in one of the almost doing something right that that that's the Texas really story, sums man. up the Rangers. They almost won the World Series in 2011. <laughs> like they almost <laughs> they almost came back and won the division in 2004. You have to put the word almost before all of their achievements. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> on today's show, friends. 
Coming up in a little bit, we're going to have This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete, talking about uh, Texas high school football, or the, the latest recruits um, in uh, all around the state. Uh, Big-time prospects. A lot of, I'll tell you, a lot of offensive tackle talk. A lot of offensive tackle. If you're a lineman lover, then you will. Show love to the big guys. Yeah, yeah. This is a big, big episode for the linemen. Uh, so we will get into that coming up here in just a little bit. But first, Pickle. We're going to hear from our partners at Sprouts uh, Farmers Market, their Team Mom Appreciation Award. We've once again uh, teamed up with Sprouts Farmers Market to honor uh, some of the teams behind the teams, right? Uh, Team Mom Appreciation Award. Uh, here we caught up with Rowlett's Melanie McCauley and North Garland's Karen Payne. Here's our presentation for the Sprouts Farmers Market Team Mom on Texas Football Today. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football has teamed up with Sprouts mm. Farmers Market for the fourth consecutive year to honor some of Texas high school football's most important figures, team moms. Throughout the season, Sprouts Farmers Market will be recognizing moms that go above and beyond to support their teams. Today, we are proud to celebrate team moms from Rowlett High School and North Garland High School. Joining us are the Team Mom Appreciation mm. Award recipients, Melanie McCauley, representing Rowlett, and Karen Payne, representing North Garland. And on behalf of Sprouts Farmers Market, we have Katie Strother and Courtney Schramen. Ladies, it is a pleasure to have everybody on the call today. And Melanie, I'm going to start with you, and then Karen, I'll bounce it to you after. Tell us what your reaction was when you first found out that Coach selected you to be a Team Mom Appreciation Award recipient, and what motivates you to volunteer and give back to your school? Yes, um, thank you. When Coach Stevens first called me, I was um, obviously very surprised. You know, he kind of joked around uh, with me saying, hey, I have great news. You've won an award. You've won a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do love uh, working with uh, Coach Stevens because he um, just really um, is very supportive, um, as well as our other uh, coach I work closely with, which is uh, Coach McCrone. He's our operating football coach, and um, I also love working with our board members. Um, they are very dedicated, supportive, and they work extremely hard to make the Rowlett High School football program uh, successful. And I am very grateful for, number one, all that they do for the players um, and for our program. Um, and also, I um, just want to talk a little bit about, you know, why I choose to volunteer. And the main reason is because I do love to serve and I see so many benefits um, of serving, serving in our community, community helping um, teach my um, children in my own home um, the value of service. And then also trying to give back to um, the coaches for all that they do to um, you know, make our players um, the best that they can be um, and as well as our community. Um, but I love to serve because it gives me a purpose. Um, it brings a lot of happiness and perspective. And it also brings the opportunity to build relationships with um, the people that I get to work with um, and for the connections that I'm able to build um, in my community um, and with the parents and coaches and all of our Eagle family. So I really just appreciate um, the role that I have to be able to help in any way I can. Um, and I'm grateful. Um, for you and for um, all that went into today and having me here today. Absolutely. Well, I know Coach certainly values you um, and, and you're an integral part of the team's program. And, and Karen, I want to bounce th that same question to you. Your reaction when Coach uh, told you and broke the news to you that you were selected as 
one of our Team Mom Appreciation Award recipients and, and kind of your motivation for giving back to your school and community. Well, I was really surprised uh, when I got the call. It was, uh, it's always an honor to be recognized. And when they told, uh, told me that uh, we were selected and he had chose us, you know, and me specifically, I was overwhelmed with gratitude mainly. You know, it's always an honor to be recognized for, you know, even, you know, what little I do. I really don't feel like I give that much, but um, when somebody points it out, it really brings it home to me. And what motivates me, you know, of course, watching uh, these, these kids grow up and, um, you know, that's what give, you know, that's what motivates me at first. And then when I get to know these coaches and how much effort they put into teaching our boys and um, making sure that they're successful and that they're safe and they're happy, um, that is inspiring. You know, that makes me want to do more and um, take what pressure I can off of them so they can focus on the safety and success of our teams, you know, um, and let us, you know, let me and our board worry about the little things, you know, that's a great relief to know that I can do that. And Karen and, and Melanie, you both kind of hit on this, you know, you guys aren't doing this for the recognition. Um, but the, the neat part about this award is you guys really are kind of the team behind the team. Um, you know, people can't see all the hard work that you guys um, do behind the scenes. So to, to get the opportunity to recognize you guys is, is truly an honor. And, and, and the folks that have made this possible to do it, Katie and Courtney from Sprouts Farmers Market, Katie, you know, we were reflecting back on this earlier this week about uh, you know, the team mom program, we're going into our fourth year, which is, which is awesome. Um, but this is kind of like your little child. We, we came up with this together and, um, you know, I'm interested just to hear, uh, you know, your perspective on why it was so important for Sprouts Farmers Market to team up with Dave Campbell's Texas football to, to spotlight team moms across the state. Sure. Absolutely. We like, like you alluded to, it's been four years, every every group of moms that we get to meet along the way is so inspirational and you know we wanted to somehow honor our shoppers and honor our shoppers that go above and beyond that don't do it for the recognition that do it or the, the team behind the team so this is where that award was grown and um i'm so so happy to be here i wish i could be there and present it to you guys in person obviously but um, this year, Sprouts changed our tagline to where goodness grows, and I feel like that really starts right here with you guys and, and all the work that you guys do in our community. So thank you. Thank you so, so much. And Karen, uh, I'll bounce this question to you. Uh, what does it mean to you to have partners like Sprouts Farmers Market recognize team moms, again, not only at your high school, but across Texas? Well, you know, all across Texas, there's some amazing athletic programs, and there's always the team behind the team. And being recognized is a true honor and really a gift. Um, you know, we do, like you said, we don't do it for the recognition, and you know, we don't really expect recognition. Um, but it's always nice to be appreciated. 
And, and Melanie, that same question uh, to you, what does it mean to you to have partners like Sprouts Farmers Market recognizing, again, not only your high school, but team moms across the state? Yes, thank you. Um, I am very appreciative uh, to Sprouts and to all of our community sponsors because I feel that they are such a vital role in our athletic programs. Um, without our sponsors, um, you know, we wouldn't be as successful as we are. And I really appreciate um, all their support and the things that they do for our program. Um, I really enjoy working with all of our sponsors um, in our community. They want to give so much. They help, you know, feed our, our players um, and also help us to provide for the necessary things um, that our football program needs. Um, so I really appreciate that, number one, yes, that there is a program that they are recognizing um, the things that people are doing to try to help to make um, our football programs to be successful and to bring, you know, our communities together. I think that's what I love the most, I think, about football and team sports is the ability to bring communities um, together and to have one goal and to build those connections and to help support each other. Well, to, to celebrate, again, the Team Mom Appreciation Award, uh, we have a, a commemorative football that we'll be sending to both of you ladies. Mm -hmm. uh, but in addition to that, Katie, I understand that you have uh, another special gift that you'd like to present. Yes. So like I said, wish we could be there in person to give it to you guys, but two special gift cards are coming your way as well. And K Karen and Melanie, Karen, I'll, I'll let you guys have the final words. Are, are there any final thoughts that you guys would like mm -hmm. to, to share with uh, Katie and Courtney and the team at Sprouts mm -hmm. Farmers Market? Karen, I'll start with you. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for being a part of our programs. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, uh, without you guys and your support, uh, like Melanie was saying, mm -hmm. our athletic programs wouldn't be what they are today. They wouldn't be as strong and they wouldn't be as healthy. And we really appreciate you being there for us and mm -hmm. always supporting us. And Melanie? Yes, um, I just want to reiterate how grateful I am um, to Sprouts and our other sponsors for helping um, really just make our program the best that it can be. And thank you um, for the award. I'm very honored. Um, and on behalf of, you know, the board members and everyone that work hard behind the scenes to make our program what it is and to be the best it can be. Well, Mel Melanie and Karen, on behalf of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Sprouts Farmers Market, congratulations again on being selected as the recipients of our Team Mom Appreciation Award. Thank you for all that you both do, not only for your local schools, but for your communities as well. You both are now two of 20 Team Mom finalists selected as our Team Mom of the Year uh, candidates, and our final voting will take place on TexasFootball.com at the end of the year and it will be up to your schools and communities to vote and get you guys to the top and as always thank you katie and courtney and sprouts farmers market for your continued support of the team mom appreciation award and commitment to honoring team moms across texas thank you ladies thank you thank, thank you, you guys. there it is our presentation for this
Sprouts Team Mom Appreciation Award. Congratulations again to Melanie McCauley of Rowlett and Karen Payne of North Garland. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Earlier today, Greg Powers sat right there, over there, in the Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone to talk this week in recruiting. He has since left, but we recorded it. That's why it has to be the we Memorial Zone. Yeah, we, were, we recorded it. <laughs> because he's not there. We did, we did, we did. Next week, <laughs> next week, let's make sure we get him doing like this. <laughs> throw out the peace sign so then we can fade him out. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we talk with Greg Powers about all things recruiting. In the arms of an angel. No, go on, finish. <laughs> no. <laughs> By all means. Uh, we talk no. all things recruiting with Greg Powers, next little athlete. Here's our conversation with Greg Powers. Text to Walt today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting. My friend Greg Powers. This is presented by our good friends, our delicious friends at Chicken Express. Although technically, like, they're not delicious. It's just their food is delicious. Um, can we do, like, a sports center? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, to be to be clear. Um, tried a new item this week. Did you really? Yes. It, you which I didn't think there were, like, anything – there was anything there new for me to try. Yeah. They have spicy chicken tenders now. Oh, my gosh, yes. And Wait. they are phenomenal. Yes. Are you just – Oh, yeah, okay, good. I'm just I didn't, this. I didn't know. You didn't know I that? always just get the regular oh. chicken tenders and put the serendipity seasoning no, 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 on no, them. No. You got to get the spicy, put the serendipity in the gravy. That's okay, the, okay. That, it's okay. a lot of kick, but right. – No, no, no. You're oh. exactly right because the key is like – Okay, I'm going to be very clear. Regular tenders and gravy, very good, very good. Spicy tenders and gravy. It was elevated. Next level. Yep. It was elevated. Next level. Yep. It's crazy. It's really good. I will say, if you don't like super spicy stuff, it's still worth it to get the spicy tenders. Get ranch to dip it in because it kind of cools your mouth off. Uh, but no, there's no, no. the <laughs> I got to go with the gravy. If I don't get gravy on my knuckles, then it's not really Chicken anyway. Express. Uh, it's it's Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Uh, we're going to run through some recruiting items here. Uh, and then at the end of this segment, um, we're going to talk about our, our mutual disdain for a certain baseball team. We'll get into that. But first, <laughs> uh, you can find his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. We're going to start this week with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, let's go to a school that like, like I feel like we is not necessarily, uh, from the private school ranks, is not one of those schools that is a pro- known prospect factory. They don't put out... Uh, it's not like a Bel Air Episcopal or, or a Parish Episcopal or, or, or St. Pius X. There's a handful of private schools that put out pros, pr- prospects every year. Not necessarily the case with Fort Bend Christian, and yet they have one of the like biggest, I mean that, prospects in the class of 2021 in Remington Strickland, their offensive tackle. We don't have them in the Hot 100 yet. Feels like maybe we're going to need to change that pretty soon. I agree with you. I think out of all the prospects, you know, we've been doing deep dives in the film room over the last couple weeks as we prepare for uh, DCTF Rising Magazine, which will be on the shelves in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of work goes into that, uncovering prospects, re-evaluating prospects who should 
you know, be in the magazine or not be in the magazine. And one of the the highest risers to me, regardless of class, regardless of position, is going to be Remington Strickland. This dude is a monster. He kind of reminds me, and I don't know if all Texas high school football fans will be familiar with this name, but he kind of reminds me of Braden Smith, who played at Auburn, is now playing in the NFL, uh, who's a huge interior offensive lineman that was a five-star out of Kansas when he signed with Auburn. Um, one of these guys who could probably fit in most naturally as a right tackle in college, but he could also slide in and play guard and has some upside to potentially be that island guy as well. Huge arms, Jack physique, um, and now he has 29 scholarship offers. So I think he's one of these guys who will go from outside the hot 100 before the season and then jump up possibly into the top 50. How high he will climb is the only question. Will he go into the top 25? Uh, but I think he's one of these guys who's probably going to end up being a definite four-star. Uh, you fall short of that, of like committing to that when you're doing prospect evaluations because you want to do your due diligence to make sure the prospects in front of him currently mm-hmm. also didn't make the same type of improvements, you know, so you want to try to look at everyone you can before you make these wholesale changes to your recruiting rankings. Man, let me tell you something, because you and I both in, in some ways operate in a similar space, which is the rankings world. Right. We do like Texas high school football rankings. You do recruiting rankings. And one thing I think people don't understand is that if you have a top 25, if you say, well, so-and-so should be on the top 25, don't necessarily disagree. Who are you going to remove though? Like right. there has like like that's there's a finite number, and and that's one thing that like uh, like for us like right now, yes, Remington Strickland is not ranked. He may be ranked to like in in a bit. We may try to find a way to get him into the Hot 100. He may be that good, but then we're going to have to remove somebody from the right. Hot 100 too. And and you have to do your due diligence to make sure that that person is is not is quote unquote no longer worthy of the Hot 100. As well. well, I agree. I just want to try to always do what's fair by these high school prospects who are um, student athletes. They, you know, commit to playing football, also have to take care of their academics, um, train uh, to be considered top-tier prospects. But you have to kind of evaluate everyone before you say, oh, well, now Remington Strickland is better than this guy. Well, if you didn't watch senior tape on that guy, how Mm -hmm. do you definitively know that? So you really try to do your best job and to to do what's fair, not only – um, for your own ranking so that they're good, but also what's fair to prospects who you may lower down the list um, that, you know, you take it seriously. You don't want to put a team that's not – you don't want to take a team out of your top 25 when it's not the right yeah. thing to do, right? Same thing with us in the top 50. You know, that top 50 mark is the four-star line of demarcation. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you're out of the top 50, you're a three-star, so we do take it seriously every time we have to lower a kid out of it. Uh, let's go to our commit of the week. In our commit of the week, we're going to stick in the class 2021. We're going to stick on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to stick at offensive tackle. It's a very offensive heavy, talk, offensive line heavy <laughs> notebook today. Let's talk about Mansfield Summit 2021 offensive lineman uh, Jacoby Jackson, who committed this week, had a bevy of offers from all over the sta- uh, all over the place, including a bunch in the Big 12. He is staying in the Big 12. He is heading to Lubbock. Matt Wells hauls in Mansfield 2020 Mansfield Summit rather 2021 offensive lineman Jacoby Jackson, uh, a guy who we have as the ninth rated tackle in in the state. Uh, and he was a one time TCU commit. His father Cedric Jackson played at TCU, so big pickup for the Red Raiders to be able to steal Jacoby Jackson in a way. You know he decommitted from TCU a few months ago. So it wasn't like he was just jumping from their commit list onto Texas Tech's commit list. Uh, 
but I think they beat out two Big 12 schools for him, most definitively in Baylor and TCU. Uh, Baylor's put together a tremendous offensive line class, and now Texas Tech is starting to add to theirs because they also have a commitment from Argyle offensive lineman Jack Tucker, and I think Jacoby Jackson is a good complement to this. You know, Jacoby's one of those guys who plays left tackle for Mansfield Summit. He's been playing that position for three years there, but I think he has the size and natural ability to possibly move inside. Very versatile guy up front. Um, could play, you know, four of the positions, I believe, on that offensive line and has really good feet. You know, they're, they're a team who likes to move the football up and down the field very quickly, and I think Jacoby Jackson is the type of guy, if you do move him inside, uh, can keep up with the fast-paced offense at the next level. Yeah, he's certainly a guy to keep an eye on. I know that Texas Tech fans are going to be excited to see him suit up in the black and red. Uh, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF today. Let's move to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, uh, this time we're going to go to the class of 2023, but we're going to stick with the offensive tackle. And this time let's talk <clears throat> about Arlington Lamar tackle Isaiah Robinson. Uh, he is in the class of 2023, so he is a sophomore this year. Uh, so he is presumably like 15 or 16 years old, right? Is that that's yep? That's the sophomore range. Um, he is six six and 285 pounds. That's a large child, He's and he's been a, eating some chicken express. <laughs> he is now a large child with an offer from the University of Texas, uh, and and this is by the way a Texas program that. Uh, has had success and has generally had pretty good eyes on the Arlington area. I agree 100%, especially at Arlington Martin. I think you were the first offer for R.J. Cooper, who's now a big-time defensive end recruit in the class of 2022. Um, they're the first offer here for uh, Isaiah at Arlington Lamar, a program that has definitely been sending and known to send a lot of prospects onto the next level that have been successful. They have Shane Bouchelle playing at SMU this year. Um, they had the West boys who, you know, one's committed to North Texas, one signed with Oklahoma last year. So there, there's a lot of talent in that Arlington Lamar program. And one thing that I really like about Arlington Lamar's developmental system is these guys seem to be successful once they get to college. And that says something to me that they're doing something right to get these guys prepared to go into the next level and have that success. This dude's just a puppy. You know, he's going to get better and better. His first offer being from the Texas Longhorns kind of signifies that the floodgates are probably about to open as more teams get to see his film. And certainly there's been some buzz behind the scenes in the scouting world about this guy. I think he's about to take off. Yeah, he's a guy. Certainly, I mean, look, the measurables kind of speak for themselves. And this is a Lamar program that, that has had a history, as you mentioned, uh, of putting out putting out prospects and, and does a good job. This is just a, a small thing. But Lamar does a good job of promoting their guys. Lamar does a good job of making sure that colleges know about their guys. And and so there's not a guy, for example, there's not a kid on Lamar that's a prospect that you, Greg Powers, are unaware of. They right. make sure they're like, hey, by the way, we've got to tackle 2023. Here's what he does well. Here's what he needs to work on, but we're really high on him. Not every program is like that, but Lamar, and I would say really generally Arlington ISD, most of those Arlington schools are, are tend to be like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Arlington Martin's another school. Arlington, you know, mm -hmm. up and down the list. Arlington Sam Houston is starting to crank out more and more prospects in every class. As a matter of fact, there was a Arlington Lamar DB who jumps out at me on tape. I was evaluating yesterday JV and Taviano. So he's a guy mm -hmm. in the class of 2023 who's about to blow up nationally. So a lot of talent down there in AISD. Let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is our very special Rio Grande Valley boy <laughs> yeah. this year. He's the Dave Campbell's Texas football Rio Grande Valley boy of class of 2021. <laughs> is Sherilyn Pioneer quarterback Eddie Lee Marburger, who had his, I believe, his season opener. 
the season opener this year, uh, uh, this this past week, uh, with their win over McAllen Rowe, and all he did was throw for 405 yards and four touchdowns, ran for another 115 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, we have him as a three-star prospect. That is about five stars too few for me. Uh, <laughs> I love Eddie Lee Marburger. I think he's awesome. Uh, he's a three-star prospect uh, heading to UTSA at this point. And I don't know. I'm just the guy that I think the more you watch Eddie Lee Marburger, the more colleges are going to be like, hey, knock, 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 mm-hmm. knock. Like, uh, do you want to come play for us? Reminder, too, he's also uh, he's also in the running for Mr. Texas Football Player yes. of the Week this week. Yes. So I'm throwing that out there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, – Schools are knock, knock, knocking. He's already picked up a, a P5 offer from Colorado since making his commitment to UTSA. But uh, another, you know, great indicator that Jeff Trailer really knows what he's doing mm-hmm. in the state of Texas when it comes to the recruiting game. Was able to get eyes on this guy early, get him on the commitment list before everybody else really wanted to try to jump in. And he's just one of those guys who has the it factor when he's on the field. You know, he puts up big numbers. And I'm sure they were chomping at the bit. This was their first game. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, if he keeps on this trajectory, he's going to have some big numbers this year. Yeah, he has been spectacular. And, and that's this is the perfect example of a kid who I really and truly believe if he played, I'm not even saying at a big program in in DFW Metroplex or a big program in Houston. Mm -hmm. If he just played at a program in the Houston area, like there's nothing that's stopping him from being that kind of guy. Like this, this is you like right now, who is the kid in Carrollton who went to Purdue? David Blau. Yep. David Blau. David Blau. Real solid prospect, right? Uh, That was he at Creekview. Yes, Carrollton okay. Creek. Carrollton Creekview. Respect to Carrollton Creekview. That's not a program that's like a, a hot spot for recruiting, but he was in the right area, and so his skill set got noticed. I feel like if you just transport Eddie Lee Marburger to a place that has a an interstate going through it, then like we're talking about him as as like having offers from all over the state. That's just me. I'm biased. I admit that. And I'm glad that we opened the door up to give your evaluation of Eddie Lee Marburger because you're so high on him. This is really what I wanted to do in this segment was to hear you tell us why Marburger should be higher on the rankings list. But I will admit, this is an unusually deep year at the quarterback position in the state of Texas. There are a lot of good ones. And we're in a pandemic year where college coaches can't go out and see these guys. So how high would have Marburger climbed if, if college coaches were able to go through there this spring. And right now in the fall, if they were there on the sidelines to watch him play, you know, a six-touchdown performance in his opening game, you know, that could be a game-changer. But right now the Roadrunners fans ought to be very happy that he's sitting on their commitment list. And I know that Jeff Trailer is going to work hard to keep him there. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We have 12 quarterbacks in the Hot 100. Yep. That, like, and I know people are saying, like, yeah, well, that, that sounds normal. I will tell you, it's and I think not, you can say, that not, is not normal. It's usually around six. Yeah. So it's about double. I mean, but but you look up and down, there's a ton of outstanding quarterbacks. I mean, we have a, like we have kids who are committed to to Texas that we don't have in our Hot 100. Yep. Charles Wright yep. is, 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 in the, is, is not in our Hot 100, and yet he is committed to Texas. you got to uh, commit to Pitt. you got to commit to Virginia. you got to commit to UTSA, commit to Florida, commit to Boise State. All not in the Hot 100. It's a crazy mm-hmm. year. You really worry about that Boise State one coming back to haunt you because you know they're going to put up numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, let's round this out with some really important talk. The World Series started yesterday. The World Series started yesterday. And you are a big Reds fan. I am. A Cincinnati Reds fan. This is – you asked me before the show. You said, hey, is there a part of you that's a little bit – like deep in your brain, that's a Cardinals fan. Because for those who don't know, I'm married to uh, a, a girl from St. Louis. 
She's a Cardinals fan. Her family is Cardinals fans. I'm surrounded by Cardinals fans. <laughs> Let me answer that unequivocally. The answer is 100% no. Awesome. I, I despise the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> okay? And, I, and my wife knows this. My wife knows this. <laughs> my wife. My wife knows this. And so we are in lockstep here. Even though you are a fan of the NL Central and I'm a fan of the American League West, we share a bond. And that bond is <laughs> the disdain. That, the that hate bond, for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals. That, that bond is. I hope the Cardinals never win another. There's game. no player I like more or least like more than Yadier Molina Ooh, for whatever see, reason. And that is that's among my <laughs> wife's favorite Cardinals too. She's oh, like, I'm sure Yachty. if you're a Cardinals love fan, Yachty, that, he's great. If you're a Cardinals fan, him. you have to. If you have to love them. Nope. And the thing is, here's the thing. This predates 2011. Because I went to school in Missouri. That was my question. I went to school in Missouri, so I was surrounded by Cardinals fans, okay? Let me tell you about Cardinals fans, okay? They're a lot, okay? <laughs> they are a lot. And so, yes, we are in lockstep, and I think probably for the same reason. A, they've beaten our team in critical games. Yeah. But B— In the most oh, critical. fans can just be obnoxious. Oh, I'll throw, a, I'll throw a C out there, is that no matter what happens— Mm-hmm. And this is maybe this is a little bit of uh, bitter feelings as being a Reds fan. No matter what happens to that roster, whoever they plug in, if somebody goes down for the year, whoever they put in that person's spot, inevitably is better than the guy who got hurt. Yes. It drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, a little bit of, of bitter inside of me towards the Cardinals because they've been so good for so long. I bet the Reds are on the rise, you know, so that's a good thing. I don't think we're going to get Trevor Bauer resigned, but that's okay. It's okay. That's Reds, okay. 2021 World Series, Reds, Rangers. That would be awesome. Uh, that would be fun. Right. <laughs> and I know the man to go to for tickets as well. Ashley Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. And, of course, see his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate your time. We'll do it again next week. See you all. Th- there he is from the Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone. <clears throat> it's Greg Powers from Next Level Athlete. On Twitter at DC – or on Twitter at – G Power, G Power Scout. Scout. Uh, Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1, and of course, fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Appreciate his time. And now, we go over to the Duchess Zone. We'll workshop it. <laughs> we go to the Duchess of the Dorks. Ashley Pickle, final thoughts. We have a lot of bit names, but the one that has through and through sticked and is the favorite. Sticked. There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> got to be a better way. <laughs> Uh, with the the fans has been two's ways. Everyone loves it. It's the best. Well, you know what? I never said that our fans were perfect. <laughs> never said that. And I think that that's proof that, you know. I mean, sometimes. I mean, obviously, look, they have great taste because they love free money. But they also have terrible you, taste because they like It's clear cents. as day that you don't ever have to read the Facebook comments because you would understand that Two's Ways is the crowd favorite and free money is... No, I'm pretty sure If I, you were I'm to man sure. the Facebook comments for one day... Why would I do that? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't sign up for it either. Yeah, I know. You, uh... That's why I that's, drew the short end of the stick. That's why I pay you. <laughs> like, so, this is so true. So you can be the filter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, yeah. One other thing, we did miss uh, first four through the door because we got yes, talking about bad. Orlando. Um, Tony Blaylock, Cham Hall, James Tomlinson, and not Derek Del Rio. Okay, so who is it then? <laughs> it's not Derek Tory. No, okay, uh, that's great. We've eliminated <laughs> one person, but there's like seven billion people in the world mm-hmm. who not Derek Del Rio. 
I'm too old for this. That's going to do it for us. Thanks <laughs> what for is Facebook name? Thanks is. for spending a little bit of your day with us. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, the next level athlete, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, this is your Player of the Year trophy from 2001. Please come pick it up at your earliest convenience. <laughs> see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs> 